Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Game Managers Podcast, where we talk Alabama and Auburn and SEC football every week. My name is Nick Norris. I am a sports writer for a number of websites, publications. With me, as always, are my good friends, Auburn fan Justin Knight. Hello, everybody. And Alabama fan Aaron Patterson. Hello. LSU is our national champions, guys. What do you think? Way to go, LSU. Way to go, LSU, says Justin. Get on them. Yep, way to go. Well, uh, we're going to talk about that game, break it down in a little bonus episode here. Um, None of our usual segments, because this is just going to be a short one, and then we'll do our regular episode Saturday, which will be our awards show, the TGMEs, which I can't wait for. Um, But in the news, Auburn is going to travel to Tuscaloosa tomorrow night to play a a good old basketball game, a friendly match, if you don't uh, mind me saying. Justin, how you feel? Uh, well, of course I'm nervous. I mean, you never know what could happen. Uh, it's going to be a close game. Uh, so if we get a team effort tomorrow night, uh, Auburn should win, but you never know. Well, we will uh, keep an eye on that one. Uh, the AP poll, the final one, came out today. Uh, we had Alabama at number 8, Auburn at 14, and guys, Texas is back. Ranked number 25. Snuck back in there the last second. Okay. <laughs> was Texas a huh? ranked? Probably not. No. I don't know. But yeah. Texas was. Okay. Yeah, Texas but was. But A&M won their bowl game. Yeah, well, they're not Texas, are they? No, apparently Texas not. won too, but uh, it's because they beat Utah. That's Utah, yeah, and they them. whipped them. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. A, a Utah team that didn't play anybody and got whipped by everybody they did play. Texas is yeah. back, Aaron. Yeah, I don't okay. think you heard that right. Yeah, they're back. You're LSU right. yeah, one, Clemson two, Ohio State three, Georgia at four, Oregon five, Ooh. Florida six, Oklahoma seven, Alabama eight, Penn State nine. Some news coming out of Penn State uh, today as well. Uh, getting in trouble for a little hazing, it uh, it seems. And by little, Shocker. I mean uh, a lot. So, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Not surprised. Up. I want to see that right. Um, yeah, so uh, number 10, Minnesota. That rounds out your top 10. And uh, Auburn, 14. And then uh, Texas right there at the very bottom. Listen to Ohio State, three. Georgia's still four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oregon was five. Florida, six. Whatever. Yeah, but, you know, uh, that's the AP poll. Uh, also, some news. Auburn has hired an offensive line coach. Yes. Um, his name is slipping me. I need to look it up. Somebody I hadn't yeah. heard of ever. Yeah, me too. He won the uh, Broyles Award though for what is that? Was that is that like O line coach of the year or something yeah. like that? Jack Bicknell Jr. is his name. Yeah. Well, um, I guess we'll see. I mean, better than the last coach we had. Jeez. You disappointed they didn't uh, get Cole Kublik? Yeah, um, but, you know, we'll see what happens with this. I mean, anybody was better than our last guy. I mean, you saw our line. They sucked. I so, feel like they I, uh, I feel like they probably reached out to Cole. I think that uh, that maybe he's he's good with what he's doing right now for the time yeah. being. Uh, he seems to really I think, enjoy it. Yeah, and hopefully with Chad Morse OC, he'll kind of help bring in some 
top O-line prospects. So, And, heck, I think we're recruiting or got a commit from a tight end that's like 6'4", 250. So that's kind of what Chad, Chad Morris likes, those big tight ends. He had a top one at Arkansas, so I'd like to use the tight end again. It was a, uh, a bad week for Houston as well. Did y'all hear all the news coming out of Houston the last three days? Sure was. So, uh, I heard their uh, quarterbacks transferring. Yeah, so uh, the Texans lost to the Chiefs in the divisionals. University of Houston quarterback Derek King has entered the transfer portal. And uh, it's going to be interesting where he ends up. And then, of course, uh, all the, the fiasco with the Astros. Uh, and their uh, sign-stealing scandal. So, yeah, they should have their World Series stripped. Yeah, well, they're going to... The Red Sox both. They'll be able to keep the World Series, according to the MLB. Boo. Um, So, the uh, Astros GM... Well, did you see... Did you see the Red Sox coach was fired, too? And he was... He did it with the Red Sox and the Astros. Did he get fired? I I saw earlier, I mean, they were still investigating them, but... Uh, yeah, no they already fired him. Uh, yeah. So uh, the GM, Jeff Lanau, and uh, manager, A.J. Hinch, they were the we were first suspended for a year by the MLB. Then the Astros uh, owner just came out and fired him uh, for stealing signs in the World Series. Alex Cora, manager of the Red Sox, was with the Astros at the time. He was under investigation. Justin said he was fired uh, today, apparently. Yeah. And uh, for doing the same thing with the Red Sox last year. So... Uh, I think he's going to have some kind of bigger punishment on top of being fired by the MLB, too, if it hasn't been laid out already. Yeah, I mean, could get banned. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Something like this. Yep, he was I mean, fired. Been something, there hasn't been something this big a deal in the MLB for a long time, so. Yeah, so they, they're trying to, make a, uh, trying to make an example out of them. Yeah, but really, I mean the Astros managers in their case I mean it's just a year suspension it's just a slap on the wrist yeah and the Astros I mean they should have stripped the titles uh, in other news after the national championship Odell Beckham Jr. handed out uh, some big wads of cash to LSU junior wide receivers <laughs> Justin Jefferson and uh, John Che Kirkland a bit and uh, that's a big NCAA no-no <laughs> or John said he said he knew nothing about it and LSU, uh, one of their um, got upper heads there. He said that. What are you laughing at? I'm pretty sure Justin just ripped a fat one. <laughs> Justin, uh, that I'm sitting in my chair and it's squeaking. <laughs> it sounded like you just ripped one, dude. <laughs> well, my phone's sitting on my leg, so my chair is squeaking when I move. <laughs> I'm just gonna insert like a big fart noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> nobody's gonna know what's happening. Now. Say you hear that? Anyway, yeah, before I was rudely in, cover it up. before I was rudely interrupted by Justin's behind. Um, anyways, <laughs> do you think do y'all think the NCAA is gonna look into this? Absolutely. It's on video. Yeah. They have video of it. But see, who said? Did they also say it was fake money? So that's what I was saying. Was a uh, LSU one of the uppers there? Upper ups there? They uh. He said, without giving his name away, that it was fake money. What do you mean, without giving his name away? Why an an anonymous source, I think, is what it was. So that means the, that. that means the that means the money was real. Money was real. You can watch the video yeah. until the money was real. 
Uh, both yeah. those guys are probably going to the NFL. So I feel like the and I feel like the NCAA may just uh, just look over this one, but it's also the NCAA, so I'm not putting it past them. I like that. Yeah. Uh, our Capital One no, Bowl then Mania. What'd you say, Justin? I was saying no, and then they'd partake away LSU's national championship. <laughs> yeah, probably for the NCAA the way they are. Capital One Bowl Mania we did uh, for the Saucy Land Fan Club. We got the final results. Yours truly finished number one. Texas is back. That's Aaron. And roll tied anyway. Tied for second there. Jones and ESPN Fan 411 right behind them. Wesley's Booby Trap LLC.com follows with 27 points. Or 26 points, sorry. He is tied with Jay Bird. That's our own Justin Knight. And then Ooh. ESPN 309 and 990 uh, close out the bottom there. So thank you to everyone that played with us. Uh, I enjoyed it. And uh, we're going to get some March Madness going here in the spring as Heck well. Yeah. Okay, well, that's enough of the news and stuff. How about we get into this game, talk about it, uh, since that's what we're here to do. Alrighty. Well, LSU just spanked the defending national champions and snapped Clemson's 29-game winning streak in New Orleans just down the road from home. Our uh, Facebook poll had 87% of our voters picked LSU to win. And uh, they did not disappoint. Forty-two to twenty-five, the final score there. Uh, what did you guys think of this game initially? Initially, I thought, uh, well, after the first play, I thought LSU definitely had it, and then, then it looked like just because that was a poor play call, coming out with a trick play, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, after that first play, I was like, "Ooh, this is this might get ugly quick." And then all of a sudden, Clemson came to play. Is what it looked like, and uh, I thought it was going to be a very good game, which it was until the second half, and then it was not so pretty. Well, I'll tell you this: Clem- I, I don't think Clemson believed they could win this game from the get go. The way that they came out and they ran that little uh, that little trick play, that to me said, "We can't win this game straight up. We can't just play football and win." And yeah. uh, even at halftime, and I know that LSU scored right before halftime, but Dabo was sounded so defeated. He didn't like he didn't sound like his normal optimistic self at all. Yeah, is that the feeling you got as would, well, Justin? Yeah, uh, but I tell you what, what a great defensive start they had, and I want to give a shout out to uh, Kevin Steele because Venables used the same uh, defensive scheme that he did, the three one seven. And he went away from it later in the game, and you see what you saw what happened. So a little shout out to Kevin Steele there. Oh yeah, no, uh, the, but both defenses came to play. Um, I mean, they. I was very impressed, especially in the first half with with both defenses. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, really, my takeaway from the game is just how disappointed I was in Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he was awful. I know he didn't have any turnovers. I mean, well, he had the fumble. He yeah, he lost that fumble. That was a turnover. Yeah, he didn't have any interceptions, but um, my He also gosh, didn't he have any through. passing touchdowns either. <laughs> no. He just had the one rushing touchdown, but golly, that was rough. Now, they had the one they took away, which I thought was BS. That was not offensive pass interference. But, um, and hey. I'll, I'll tell you, I'm going to go ahead and say this too. The targeting rules have to be changed because I've never been more pissed off in a game, and I don't even care who won the game, but to see a guy like that who's been all over the field and had a heck of a game, and he makes a great clean tackle, and they throw him out of the game. 
Yeah. I mean, I've never been more pissed off. I didn't want to watch the rest of the game. I was so mad. His name escapes I, I mean, me. I can't remember, but 47 was his number, and he, yeah, he came yeah. to play. That's that's what – I mean – He has that old – you know, that more old-school football mentality, and he, he wanted yeah. to hit some people. And The NCAA is ruining everything. The fact that you um, – I don't understand why they can't just have the 15-yard penalty and just, hey, you know, here's – I mean, what's the point of throwing him out? He's there's no intent behind it, and he yeah. didn't even do anything. His helmet was lowered. He didn't even have head-to-head contact. So just stuff like that really pissed me off. His ruin in football. No, I agree. So, I think it should just be the just to throw that out there penalty because, like, to me, yes, it's more dangerous than a face mask, but not by as much as people might think. Because if you rip, yeah. if you pull somebody's face mask hard enough, you can literally snap somebody's neck. I'd rather you yeah. run at me as hard as you can and put your head down and try and hit me in the head rather than you rip my head off. Yeah, off yeah, really. With a face mask. Yeah. So I mean, th- of course, that pretty much changed that. that uh, Whatever hopes Clemson had at that point, I mean, it was all gone. With that, I, I don't. I mean, I don't really know what else to say about that. But they need to change it because it's BS. Well, but yeah, I, I just my big takeaway with Trevor Lawrence was awful. Well, going back to Trevor Lawrence, uh, eighteen for thirty-seven, two hundred thirty-four yards. Uh, he overthrew twelve uh, receivers on defense. Um, or yeah. uh, sorry, he overthrew twelve receivers. I uh, have on defense here in my notes because I, I, I was going to say, I feel like a lot of that should be on to the LSU's defense because there's no way yeah, he just great overthrows coverage. the receivers 12 times. Like those, I feel like at least some of those times the receivers wasn't where they were supposed to be because of those LSU, yeah. LSU defenders. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, I, I Trevor thought... should be aware of that, you know, but sometimes you yeah. can't control that. Sometimes, you know, they'll block you in between when the ball leaves your arm. So. I still just can't believe uh... – Derek Stingley Jr., the corner, true freshman quarterback, uh, cornerback for LSU, did not win SEC Freshman Player of the Year. <laughs> and the fact Bo Nix won it over him blows my mind. Yeah. Because he was on the uh, first team All American, the only freshman on there, yet he wasn't uh, SEC Player Freshman of the Year. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. So I don't yeah. know how that happened. Yeah. Everything's offensive oriented. All the awards are apparently, unless it says defensive, you ain't getting a defensive. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. Well, going back to Trevor Lawrence. Sorry, I got some just some more stuff here. So his 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 QBR was thirty eight point one. That's his, mm. the second worst of his career, and the only mm. one worse was the Syracuse game last year. He got injured and pulled from. <laughs> so this was basically his worst game. But now he's had two bad games. He didn't play well against Ohio State. He got it a little more in gear in the second half, but. Yeah. I'd still consider that a bad game for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, did y'all hear what Stephen how uh, who Stephen A. Smith, uh, who he reminded him of? No. He, he said that Trevor Lawrence reminded him of Eli Manning, so he didn't buy into all the hype. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, and before the I game, don't know about. Um, we were watching ESPN. There's a lot he's of better than Eli Manning, but I yeah, yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> same, this, yeah, the same kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but everybody on TV before the game was talking about how he was the greatest college quarterback of all time. He could mm. still make that happen, but um, at, yeah. at right now, no, not even. He's not even the greatest quarterback at Clemson. I mean, just I'd take Deshaun Watson over him any day. That's yeah. just me. Um, understand the argument for him, but my personal <clears throat> opinion, yeah, he's got he's got a lot to prove next season. Uh, I mean, of course, if he comes out and 
as an incredible season wins the Heisman, then you can make you know some arguments for him being a great college quarterback. But hey. yeah, I, I don't know why people are already saying he could have a Joe Burrow greatest. season next year and still won't be the greatest college quarterback to ever play. Not the greatest ever, but he'd be considered you know a top quarterback to play yeah, in college be, football. Yeah, obviously he wouldn't be the he greatest. Be, he'll never. Yeah, no. After no. the way he ended the year, he'll never be in that conversation. Yeah. No, no if you what take, he does next year. If you take away, and I don't want to take anything away from Trevor Lawrence, but if you take away that Alabama National Championship game last year, what's the narrative on Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. I mean, I mean you take game. away that one game, and he goes from the greatest quarterback of all time to a solid quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I just think, I think maybe just like uh, sort of how Alabama fans got a little too excited over two after the National Championship and they made him expectations that he couldn't realistically live up to. I think that's kind of the same thing for Trevor Lawrence. I think we, yeah. we get a little too excited for these guys, and then uh, when they don't play a perfect game every week, we, uh, we want to change our mind from them being the best quarterback of all time to you know just another quarterback or whatever. I think we just we get yeah. a little too excited on that. I think, I'll, I think he'll bounce back, though, because he's a competitor, and he's got, of course, we all know he's got great talent and skill, so... Oh, absolutely. But, um, yeah, so it'll be interesting between him and Justin Fields, who will have the better season next year. Yeah, no, and I think I, I think that Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback than Justin Fields, and I think that if I mean if I had to pick somebody to win the Heisman right now, it'd be him. But yeah. um, I'm interested to see like what other names pop up, kind of like how Joe Burrow did this past year. I don't know if there'll be another person like that next year. No, there won't be another one for a long time, presumably. But yeah. you know, there's it's usually one that just pops up, but it's not usually. Yeah, one usually. That, it's yeah. not usually one that is a has arguably like the greatest season. Yeah, it's in, not one with yeah, the greatest ever. season that has no contention for the Heisman. Yeah. It's yeah. usually like a third place. Yeah. So uh, the game was tied at seven at the end of the first quarter after uh, Lawrence's rushing touchdown and then a 52-yard bomb from Burrow to Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is so good, by the way. Very good. Well, let's not forget about Justin Jefferson either. Yeah, I mean, both it's of like those both guys. Both of them switch. Yeah, Justin Jefferson had a great game in the semis, and then Chase in this game. Uh, so yeah, LSU incredible. scored again, and then again, right before the half. That's when we heard from Dabo. It sounded like he had already been beaten. Then the second half, it was all LSU. So I've got some... Uh, some stats here for the Joe Burrow 31 49 463 yards five touchdowns Jamar Chase 221 yards receiving and two touchdowns and then Jefferson 109 yards receiving uh I mean these guys these guys literally blew my mind here's here's something what about uh so Clemson scored to uh to bring the score to like it was 23 28 and then they went for two what did you guys think about that that was a little early to be going for two. You're only down by five points. Well, Go for one, you're I mean, it, w- four. it worked, uh, so I didn't, mi- I I didn't mind it. I don't even remember that because by that point, I'm pretty sure I was starting to tune out. But um, I've always been a fan of if it was necessary to go for two while you can and have time to recover if you miss it. But I yeah. don't really understand why guys – score two and three times and don't go for two and then put it all on the line with two seconds left. You score yeah, and really. you have to go for two. Yeah. 
And you have to get it to win or tie or whatever. So. I mean, they got it. They got the two-point conversion, and they brought it within three points, 25-28. But yeah. I just thought it was a little I, early for something like that. I don't know. It was or started the third quarter. Yeah. So yeah. Was, uh, I don't recall the situation that well because <laughs> I was already starting to tune it out. But Yeah, um, I think it made sense. Um, yeah, I probably probably would agree with it. Well, there's a lot of people I think, that would agree with it because – because of those two points, the uh, the total score was brought to 67, and the over-under for this game was 67 points. So, huh. <laughs> Had he not done that, we would have been one point off. So. i tell you what a big moment was, though, when, of course, Clemson got the two-point conversion, LSU got the ball back, and then it was a third down, and Joe Burrow was throwing a little slant route, and uh, Turner, 24 for Clemson, could have easily had an interception, and he dropped it. And that would have given – he could have taken it to the house. That would have changed – Everything. I think if he would have taken that to the house, Clemson wins. I don't know about wins, uh, but because that would have changed all the more than what they were. Because that would have changed all the momentum in the game. They would have been up thirty-two twenty-eight. I think it would have shifted momentum huge. So just little plays like that, you never really think about. But they had the momentum though. They were up seventeen to seven. So I don't know. You know, well, you never can tell how a game. You know, there's always those what ifs. But I think that's what I'm saying. The momentum. The momentum would have shifted back to Clemson, so. Yeah, I think – I know what you're talking about, and I think even if that would have happened, Clemson would have found a way. I mean, you saw the yeah. way Alabama crawled back into it and shifted momentum so much in that second half, and LSU still found a way to win, and I think that's exactly what they would have done against Clemson as well. Well, this season, LSU has beat – At the, this is uh, what they were ranked at the time – they beat them. So LSU beat the number two team in the nation, number four team, number six team, number seven team, number eight team, number 14 team, number 25 team, and then the number three team last night. That's pretty impressive. Yep. Pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the best argument for, because a lot of people have been saying, is this the greatest football season we've seen of a team? I think that's the strongest argument I've seen for that. I think they have the strongest hey. resume, but I wouldn't necessarily say that it is. I wouldn't I'm not. Say like, yeah, I'm better, not saying they're the greatest they team the of all time. Resume. I'm just saying they. Ha- I think they had the greatest season, yeah. not the best team though. And it's and it's funny to think too that Joel Klatt and Colin Cowherd <laughs> yeah. were talking about Ohio State being the greatest team ever when they hadn't even played Michigan yet. Yeah. And you know crazy things like that. Yeah. Speaking of greatest ever, and during halftime they did the uh, eleven greatest players of all time. He's been ranked them. Not Ooh. one player from the last thirty years. Yeah. That was, I don't yeah, which is pretty crazy. List, Most Heisman winners from the last thirty years would school almost anybody on that list except for Bo Jackson, Herschel Walker, and who was the other person I said? Oh, Barry, now they had Barry oh, Sanders. Yeah, they had Barry Sanders. Now they of course had Griffin from Ohio State who won two Heisman's. He was great. You had Earl Campbell from Texas. No, there was Campbell one. on that list. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, there were there are. All the guys on that list are great players, historic players. But it's crazy to say that somebody from the last 30 there. years shouldn't be on that list. There was two guys on the list I've never even heard of. Yeah. Now, you had Roger Staubach, which I understand him being on there. Um, but And, of course, you, I guess I understand Jim Thorpe just with what he did. But 90% yeah, I understand of the list was correct, but the parts yeah. that they missed, they missed I mean, you're not going to put, put Lamar Jackson on there. You're not going to put... Tim Tebow no. on there. Like, well, like, no. Why not? I mean, those guys are 
and uh, whatever. But you know, it's the guys that uh, I, I wouldn't for put it, Lamar they, they Jackson watching on a there. Lot of those guys, so yeah, I wouldn't put Lamar Jackson on there. I I'm, probably I don't think he would make my eleven list, but he to not no. bring his name up would be because uh, he didn't have the team to go with him. Yeah. What he did at at Louisville was crazy, uh, but yeah, but he that was that was only one like really outstanding season though. So I probably we can all he, agree Tebow yeah. should be on that list. I think Tebow should be on the list. What he uh, he won a national I championship, guess. he lost a national championship, and he was a three time Heisman finalist and won a Heisman. I believe all that's correct. Could be wrong, but. That's crazy. I, I, I'm pretty sure he's the only three-time Heisman finalist. I don't know. I'd have to look yeah, that up. I don't I'd have to research that. Uh, but I have a question for you guys. Who do you uh, who do you credit this national championship to more, Ed Orgeron or Joe Brady? Joe Brady. Ed Orgeron, because without Ed Orgeron, there is no Joe Brady. Yeah, that's and well, and well, obviously you could he say made that. the hire. Yeah, but. Uh, he, he's the one who noticed the change that needed to be made and went out and hired him. And he's the one yeah, who so credit, everybody got Joe credit Burrow him for in the that. first place. Well, every year before. Everybody knew the change needed to be made. But he did make yeah. the right hire, and he convinced Joe Brady to come. And also the strongest point for me for Ed Orgeron is he recruited all those guys out there. Yeah. Hey, but Joe Brady's with the Carolina Panthers now, baby. Did he go? Yeah. No way. He's did going he really? to the Panthers. Yeah, did you not know that? No, I yeah. heard the rumors, but I didn't hear that it was official. It was. It, it is official. Oh wow! Yeah, they're reportedly leaving LSU to join Panthers. Thank you for bringing that up because uh, apparently this broke three hours ago. I've been I've been doing some homework and stuff, so I didn't see that. Yeah, big news for the Panthers, baby. Big news, but for also the SEC bad because LSU is about to become way less of a, uh, a powerhouse. <laughs> yeah, uh, but bad. I don't know if y'all heard this either. You know, Luke Keekley for the Panthers also retired, one of the best linebackers to ever play these past few seasons. Hmm. Yep. Justin's bringing all the news he was, today. He was only 28. He's only 28? Yep. And he's, I mean, and he's huh. led the league in so many defensive stats the past, you know, six years. He's been incredible. But, I, I mean, the reason he retired is he's had so many concussions. So I, I can't blame him for that. Well, uh, I've got some, going back to the national championship. I've got some uh, some pretty cool stats I found online here. So, of course, we we saw that uh, Burrow broke the FBS single season record with sixty touchdown passes yesterday. That's more than Utah, TCU, Nebraska, and South Carolina had all season combined. <laughs> uh, Burrow, read those teams again. That would be Utah. TCU, Nebraska, and South Carolina did not have. It sounds like combined. all of them sucked except for one, and they were extremely overrated. I just wanted to point that out. Any chance I get. Yeah, but yeah, four teams couldn't put together as many touchdown passes as one one guy. Burrow's uh, fourteen touchdowns in the college football playoff are more than the Big Ten and Pac-12 have in college football playoff history. So he had fourteen. <laughs> Big Ten has thirteen. Pac-12 has eleven. I mean, you got to think about he had what like fifteen, sixteen total touchdowns because he had a couple rushing touchdowns in there too, like nine hundred passing yards. Yeah, I mean it's absolutely crazy what he did. Burrow uh, accounted for more touchdowns in two playoff games than Trevor Lawrence did in four. 
<laughs> Jeez. That's not passing. That's just accounted for more touchdowns. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, yeah, so I, I, I saw all those. I thought those were pretty interesting. But uh, and my next question is, after getting embarrassed, just like how they embarrassed Alabama last year, do you guys think that the Dabo disrespect BS thing he's been doing all season revs up from here or dies down? Uh, it'll probably stay just as just the same, just yeah. as annoying yeah. as ever. So he's going to say, well, since we lost, now nobody respects us again. <laughs> back on the Roy bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I, I won't be surprised to see him back there again next season. Uh, no, they're, they're literally back. getting their whole team back just about. So Yeah. So they're, they're easily the favorite to win it all next year. Oh, yeah. Should be. Uh, I mean, they should win it. They literally play no one. So. How, how do you yeah. guys think this game would have turned out if it was last year's Clemson team versus this year's LSU team? I don't know. It would have been a good game. It would have been a better game. Touchdown closer, but I still see LSU winning. I agree. I, I think yeah. LSU wins it, but I, I think it would be a little more exciting matchup. Yeah. I say that just because of the defensive line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then my last question for you guys, if uh, if Alabama doesn't win it all next year, is the dynasty truly dead at that point? Depends on what if happens. they make it to the playoff. If they make it to the playoff, no. Yeah. Okay. So if they don't yeah, make it to the don't... playoff. So they go 10-2 and, they... and don't make it to the playoff again, it's dead? I mean, not if they win it the year after. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if they go like yeah. two Two lost team, two two lost seasons back to back. Those. Uh, I mean, it's rare. For Saban's Alabama. never, Saban's never. never missed it more than three seasons. So the max he did was yeah. 20, uh, 2013 and twenty fourteen. He didn't win any of those years, but he won it in twenty fifteen. Something like that. Yeah. yeah so uh, we'll see how Alabama does next year without two. Yeah, I think if they go nine and three, I'd be a little worried. Yeah. Um, so I just want to read y'all uh, the next year's schedules for Clemson and LSU, and then we can make some predictions of where these guys are going. Now, Clemson's schedule, according to this website, a lot of the dates haven't been determined for the ACC games, so the games I'm reading for them are not necessarily in order. But these are the teams they're going to play. Akron, Notre Dame, Tough. in no- at Notre Dame, uh, the Citadel, okay. South Carolina Tough. at home. Boston Tough. College, Louisville, NC State, Syracuse, Tough. Virginia, Florida State, Ooh. Wake Forest, Georgia Tech. Tough. Is there a chance they drop? I mean, a realistic Man. chance they drop any of those games? No. Uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame's the only that's, one that I think maybe there's. But a those are still that's still low. Whipping Notre Dame than they do. Lo- <laughs> losing yeah, I would thing, agree with that. That one comes at a, a kind of a weird time. It's that first week in November, though. So it's mm. you know maybe it's one that they might. Could drop. Yeah. Notre Dame will be experienced by then, but uh, I don't expect. I I fully expect Clemson to go undefeated again in the regular season next year. Yeah. Do they not play North Carolina next year? No. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, according to this, that was the toughest anyway. opponent. I was about to say it'd be funny if they beat them at beat them next year. And then LSU uh, start out with UTSA, then uh, Texas at Tiger Stadium, Rice. Uh, they play Rice, Ole Miss, Nichols, the Nichols Colonels. What? Yeah, uh, never heard of them. Uh, they play at Florida, uh, Ooh, at tough. Arkansas. That might 
Okay, at Florida, L. Yeah, that'll be a good game. Uh, at Arkansas, Mississippi State at home. Alabama wow. at home. So good. sorry about that. <laughs> Aaron just knocked his foot off on the table. Uh, South Carolina at home, at Auburn, and then at Texas A&M to close out the season. How many, if any, do you think LSU drops next year? I could see two or three. I was thinking three. I was thinking Florida, yeah. Alabama, and then a toss-up between Texas A&M. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say Florida, Alabama, and then a toss-up between Texas A&M and Auburn. Yeah. I could see That's him losing four, say. honestly, because then you, there's a toss yeah, up heck. between Mississippi State and Texas too. I could see him losing uh, well, to Texas early in the because it's early in the season. Mm-hmm. Sam Ellinger's back. Yeah. Is he? No, he's a he's a senior. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's gone. Yeah. Uh, but no, I thought he was coming back. No, he is coming. Yeah, he's coming back. Yeah, he's coming back. He's he coming back. Himself. Yeah. Because he put he put that uh, stupid video on Twitter where he's like. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm coming back. Well, Everybody's like, "Well, what else is he gonna do?" Seven and a half years. Yeah, it feels like he should Anyways, be going. Um, but yeah, I could, especially with him coming back, then I could see them, I could see them losing to them because if anybody forgot, what their, Texas was one catch away from beating them this year. He yeah. dropped it in the end zone like a. That's idiot. true. Yeah, not yeah. Sam Ellinger. I could receiver. Don't remember who it was. I could see LSU lose. I mean, that's the only reason Texas went and just sucked is because they got embarrassed there and slipped up one other game. Slipped up to Oklahoma. Yeah, after Oklahoma, then there was like, there's no point. Um, I could see. I mean, it's tough going at Auburn than at A and M. I could see back to back losses right there too. Completely new scheme. I mean, they're going to have to hire Auburn. I think they lose to A and M. Yeah. With Joe Brady gone, yeah, I can see him losing easily three games and then possibly more. Uh, if they were to lose three or four games. If they lose to Texas early, then I think they, they'd lose the rest of the games we talk about and they just have a terrible season and start over. Is Orgeron on the hot seat if they lose four games? No. I, no. Y'all say he's no, for, but this is He's still, there for life. If if they go if they have a bad year next year, so much of that will go to Joe Brady credit wise. Just yeah. like how it did from Gene Chizit to Gus Malzahn. Yeah, for people who don't yeah. know anything. Well people that don't know anything run a lot of these programs. That's what I'm saying. But, so he could be on the hot yeah. seat. I don't think he'll be on the hot but seat. But after after this though, the way people doubted him and he should I mean, can you imagine a perfect fit? LSU, you know, you no, think I'm of, a huge you think fan. I'll, if, yeah. if, the, if I was a elite athlete and I could go to any D1 college and play for any guy, I'm playing for Ed Orgeron. That, I mean, it's the most yeah. fun program right now there is. I'm just saying, I think that uh, his seat can get hotter than what people realize. Not in one year. Yeah. It can get uncomfortable. Not after the – no, it's, it's not. Okay, well, hopefully we don't have to find out because I want Ed Orgeron to stick around. I really like that personality he's there, in the SEC. He's so. there for life. I'd love it. I'd they might like, as well. They, yeah, they're going to give him a life contract. They won't, but I wish they would. I love him. <laughs> and I think he's a good coach. I really do. I'm not trying to take anything away yeah. from him at all. I'm just saying. I think that uh, it's cutthroat in the SEC, you know, unless you're uh, Gus Malzahn and Auburn. Yeah, then he stays there forever with – you know, being a average coach. If if Gus was at LSU, heck, even Mississippi, Mississippi State fires their coach after two seasons. If he was at Mississippi State, they would have already fired him by now. I mean, it's yeah. crazy things like that. 
Well, uh, really quickly, I want to go over our score predictions we had to close out the episode. So, Justin, you had 35-34 Clemson. Yeah. I had 31-24 LSU. Aaron had 34-27 LSU. So, Aaron, I think you're closest. It's between me and you. doesn't matter. Neither of us realized it was going to be 42-25. Yeah, me and Aaron both had LSU at 34. So, I mean, we were... uh... Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I think that's the episode. Do you guys have anything, any closing remarks about this uh, this national championship game? Not, not really. Other than SEC bias is uh, not a thing. Once again, <laughs> we're back in it. Yeah. yeah. No, I I was going to mention that with a tweet, but I don't have it. I can't find where I screenshotted it. But um, it was just talking about the SEC rolling and it was a pretty fun stat and I can't find it now. You can find it for Twitter news oh, on Saturday. Yeah. Hey, I saw the stat though for the SEC West where it was like Auburn yeah, won the yeah. Natty. It was, it was SEC West. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama won in 11, 12. Auburn runner up 13. Alabama lost in semis 14. Alabama wins 15. Yeah, so uh, in 2007 Alabama LSU up won 16. it. 2008 it's Florida. They're SEC even though they're not in the West. And then 2009, Alabama, 2010, Auburn, 2011, Alabama, 2012, Alabama. 2013 was Auburn in it, and they lost to Florida State, but they were in it. 2014, uh, Alabama lost to Ohio State in the semis, which won it, which is the worst thing that's happened is for an SEC West team is they lost in the semis. Yeah. And then uh, Alabama won it in 15. Alabama lost to Clemson in it in 16. Alabama won it in 17. Alabama lost it in 18. And LSU won it in 19. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, so uh, Aaron Suttles is who I saw post that. And it was uh, he put the SEC West since 2010. He said all those things Aaron just said. And then he said the SEC West don't play, son. And that was retweeted by uh, <laughs> uh, at a, a David Hale joint. It said, ACC Atlantic since 2013. 2013, FSU, FSU won Natty. 2014, LSU, I mean, FSU loses in semis. 2015, Clemson runner-up. 2016, Clemson Natty. 2017, Clemson, lose, Clemson loses in semi. 2018, Clemson Natty. 2019, Clemson runner-up. And then where uh, Aaron Suttles said, SEC West don't play, son. Uh, this guy said, ACC Atlantic kind of does play, but a couple really good teams, and also NC State says hi. <laughs> well, that was funny. But, yeah, but that's only even t- 2013, and this goes... Yeah, 2010, and it's multiple teams. This yeah, is this two. goes all the way back. I mean, if you're going all the way back to 2006 with Florida, even if you cut Florida off because they're not in the West, then it goes back to 07. Oh, and then Florida in yeah. 08, but yeah. still. So Florida's you can go in back there to twice. But, but even then, it's still an SEC team. It's just not the... Yeah, not the West. Yeah, I think it's funny Georgia's not on there yet. <laughs> so funny. Well, they they were uh, runner up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> well, they were. They yeah. Were well, it don't count because well, Alabama's runner up on there multiple times. Yeah, but it was the same. Div- it was a division that won it, so don't count. Uh, anyways, I think that's the show, guys. Uh, any last words, as Justin says now, for some reason, threatening. <laughs> <laughs> last words <laughs> um it was a fun football season i was glad to see uh 
team other than Alabama in the national championship. Um, glad to see LSU win it because my uh, mom's side of the family are LSU fans, born in Baton Rouge. Yeah, it's a shame you went so, all the way to Baton Rouge and couldn't see that game. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so I'm happy for them. Uh, but yeah, I, I hope for. I think I saw on the odds list. I was surprised to see Auburn was like in the top five with the best odds to win next year, and I was like, okay. Um, Didn't see that. It, 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 yeah, it was like they're twenty to one, which is like the fifth best odds. Hmm. So yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, but yeah, I hope for a good season next year for Auburn. Yeah. Adios. All right, we will see you guys Sunday, bright and early, with the TG Emmys. I'm, I'm so excited for this. I really am. we got some great awards coming up, so some absolutely ridiculous ones. So be sure to turn in, tune in to that. And, uh, yeah, All we'll right. see you then. Peace. No War Eagle anyway? No, I'll say it for him. <laughs> no uh, War Eagle anyway. No, <laughs> no War Eagle anyway. Oh, gosh. <laughs>